This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Today's episode of the Chromecast is brought to you by Visor for Chromebooks. You'll want to listen to this if you use PowerSchool's student information system and have Chromebooks. Visor for Chromebooks is a Chromebook management solution, and it seamlessly integrates with the Google Admin Console and PowerSchool. With Visor for Chromebooks, you can easily see which student has which Chromebook, manage repairs, and automate processes for lost or stolen devices, such as notifying parents and remotely disabling the device. So ditch those clunky spreadsheets and do a Google search right now for Visor for Chromebooks. That's V-I-Z-O-R for Chromebooks. Welcome to the Chromecast the official podcast from Chrome Unbox, where we unpack everything from hardware to software in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS so that you can be more informed on all the latest updates, changes, and devices. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Chromecast. My name is Joe Humphrey, and I am joined here today by Gabriel Bringers. Good day. And Robbie Payne. Hey, what's up, guys? So, uh... We are doing a test run of our video setup, and I already feel like it just feels weird. We have a light in here. Yeah. We have cameras pointed at us. It's usually moody. I have it's to do all like kind of dark. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> we do turn yeah, these it's like very overhead chill lights in here. Usually, yeah. yeah this no this is a, a different different vibe in here for sure right now. Yeah, it's bright. But um, I think once we get it all set up, we had to delay a little bit because I ordered the wrong adapter. I. I didn't technically order, order the wrong adapter. I ordered a a, a two-pack <laughs> of what I thought was the same thing, which typically two-packs are, but this was not the case. Perfect perfect example. I bought some cheese at Sam's uh, a couple days ago, and, you know, they can't buy anything small at Sam's, so it's the one-pound pack of cheese that's two. You know, you buy two, and has a little handle holds them. This would be the equivalent of if I got that and got home and was like, oh, one bag is cheese, the other is beer. Like exactly. that's kind of what happened here. Maybe not that far off. Those two things like, work better together than what Joe bought, true. though. Yeah. That's yeah. true. No, it's just like I ordered one. One was the Sony. The other one was Nikon. And yeah. So did not work. Which is so weird because you rarely have people that are living in both of those camps. I, I, yeah, I don't odd. have an explanation for it. So anywho, we, we're still waiting on one adapter. So we only have one tight shot on I mean, the it guys. Was a, it was a two pack. It was a two pack. It was two it things. Was. There were two there things were two, included. Two but, things. Uh, it was not too. It's the not things. just that, though. I mean, there's there's a lot of technical wizardry going on well, here. Joe's spent a lot of time yeah, getting all this set it, up, so this was this was a work in progress. It, and it, it is, and you know, at the end of the day, I'm I'm grateful for my audio video background. Uh, I got started doing DJ work with my uncle, DJing weddings and stuff, and DJ DJ Joe, DJ DJ Joe, and uh, DJ Joey Rockets. Uh, I no, I was. Uh, uh, oh man, no, I don't. I don't, I don't, I, I was, name? I had, well, you know, I used to be, uh, my, my dad's nickname is Bumpy, so I was Lil Bump. DJ, DJ Lil, Lil Bump. Bump. <laughs> I like that. Some good, that some good, fits. Wow. Really yeah. Late so, 90s. Lil Bump Yeah, pop. Lil Bump. It's Bump. It's but I got started doing that stuff, and then I transitioned to, like, video streaming. I was working with, like, a video streaming company, uh, and so all of this kind of 
is the culmination of all of that, kind of. Sure. So, uh, but the audio stuff has just been uh, a bit weird, and I didn't realize that I needed to change the line input. Well, it was set to a mic input on the switcher, and I had to change it to a line input. Yeah, Very different, folks, in case uh, you were wondering. Impedance differences there, and uh, th- yeah, there's just a lot of stuff that goes into uh, analog audio yeah, it's stuff that if you don't know what you're doing, sometimes you just got to turn knobs and plug things in and just kind of guess a little bit. Yeah, and so I, like... I had, I had, we had tried one way. It wasn't working. We had to get some different audio equipment, whatever. All of this to say it's, it's working. We're doing a test run right now. I need the other camera set up, but we'll get that hopefully and today. New desk is coming. We have a new desk coming. I will tease that just a little bit. It is going to be epic. We're going to use yeah. it for two things. We're going to do a podcast setup with it, but we're also going to do like an ultimate desk setup. Right. It's because we have the ultimate chair to go <laughs> with do. the ultimate and desk. We have a ridiculous arm. That, that hooked two monitors up. Big bionic it's, arm. Yeah, it's gonna be like, hey, if you if you like Chromebooks and you want to make a crazy desk setup, here's one. Yeah. yeah. So we're on we're on the second floor of this building, and uh, our UPS guy is so cool. Like he's he is really awesome. Like he's a guy we would be friends with. If he'll we, he'll never what? listen to this. That no, this would not so, be his shtick. But uh, in the event that somehow Jody, you're listening, yeah, we he, love you. Yeah, yeah, he's not talking to me right now because this this chair <laughs> literally. How much would you guess it weighs? Uh, 75, 80 pounds. I was going to say minimum. it's probably pushing a hundred. I would but say it's close also to in a big box, so yeah. it's it's awkward and yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not tightly condensed. He wasn't. He was breathing pounds. a little heavy when he got to the top of the stairs. With well, that. he rolled the dolly <laughs> up <laughs> step by step. Like, I kind of heard it, and I was like, what is that sound? And then Jody comes huffing and puffing around the corner like, here's this. Sorry. I'm like, what even is that? Cause <laughs> Sorry, dude. It was supposed to be delivered, what, three months oh, ago? Oh, three months ago. They we had kind of forgot about it. Yeah, so, which, I mean, I'm, gu- I'm guessing uh, they, they must be doing well. They have a line of Marvel chairs, which is really cool, and they, everything they have is backward, but we're going to get that bad boy I'm gonna break it out today and start. I'm assuming it's gonna take start me at least a, the weekend to assemble it, but it's gonna be cool. Well, we were taking wagers last night. Like, how long? How long do you think it's gonna be before he breaks into it and puts it together? So I, we can't share our wagers with you. So no, I'm not yeah. saying it's okay. it's gonna be a task. I think so. Well, I have a we'll phone call at it. three, and then whatever time we get done here and eat lunch. So if I can get it done in that window, yeah, that'll be pretty. It good. might be tomorrow. That'll be pretty good. I, don't know. I shouldn't so. say anything about the. Yeah, wages. now he's going to do gonna it. Wanna, yeah, now I'm going to wait like it. two weeks. You ruined it. <laughs> ruined you literally it. ruined it. I did. I'm not a gambler. No. I, I yeah. don't know what you I'm doing. You, don't, yeah, you just tipped him off. Uh, <laughs> now in, terrible. Now our bet's off. Bet is done. Good oh, job, We didn't Robbie. even bet anything. We, de- we okay. didn't bet anything. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Video is is running. I'm trying to figure out how to switch and... I need. I'm, as we got started here, I realized I need a different monitor, or we need a larger monitor here, so that I can see the video output and make sure that's good. But I can we also about, see garage. There's band. a 50 inch television sitting beside well, you. Use that. About yeah. Putting one down in front of you so that you yeah, the reference you wouldn't have to reference monitor. Turn yeah. off side. I need know. something because I I can't. I'm just hoping that the audio is good. With I have, the, I'm monitoring with, the audio. With the 19 so. inch, would that be? Yeah, be we're thinking okay. about maybe putting yeah. that one down there. So we'll see. I don't know. This is a uh, this is this is a test. We'll probably edit down a little section of this and throw it up to our. We patrons. need to visit Leo yeah. Port Studio and see exactly. I would how love to. Stuff I would love to. Which I mean, they have giant television cameras, yeah, right. but like, still, I mean, I, that's what I want though. I literally want this to become like a legit studio setup. We're going to need a bigger room. Yeah, exactly. We're already talking about One of those camera rigs would take up half of this room. (laughs) Dude, easily. Easily. Well, and the the cool part of this is, like, you know, people are used to seeing the huge, you know, camera 
the TV cameras and all that stuff. Yeah. If you watch <laughs> football at all this year, you you realize like the on the field guys started carrying their A7Rs, right? Yeah. I think, uh, but it's a very similar, similar to camera to the main shot right there, yeah, the big shot that yep. that we have here, and it's our main camera now. Um, and so, if you you'll just notice immediately, like there's this richness and vibrancy that that these cameras carry, and they look amazing on the field, and so much more cinematic and cool looking. And it's in a camera that you can, you know, hold in the palm oh, of your hand can, versus yeah. this big they, rig that needs wheels and stuff. And so it's like, it's really cool to think where tech has come and camera technology yeah. and all this stuff that you don't need these huge, massive arrays to pull off a really good looking show yeah. and good looking video. So. And it's a lot of it's lighting and, and kind of set design and different things. And yeah, I mean, the, the NFL stuff is, is super cool just because they could run around with a gimbal now. You know, right. and these and it's so much lighter. They don't have these huge rigs, yep. and, and, and the so, shots yeah, look so oh, cool. Man. Well, if you but it's if you've so noticed, jarring. Like, like it switches it's a, between. It's a different look. Like it's super bokeh. Yeah. Like the down on the field stuff yeah. when they're like following. Oh, yeah. Like right next and to someone. The colors are rich, and there's just all so this bokeh, dope. and it's just cinematic and cool looking. And yeah. then they switch back to a TV camera, and you're like, no. Oh. But I get it. That's like how those, we've become acclimated to live sports looking that right. way, though. And, and, why. It, yeah. and it needs to. Like, they have to have the, the thing wide open so that they can catch all the frames and, and see, you know, action doesn't look choppy and muddy and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's, that's just part of uh, at least sports television cameras. But it is cool for them to chop in those those more cinematic looks. And, you know, I think it honestly looks like you're watching, like, Madden or something, like a cut scene from it, a Madden video game. Or it looks like, like, the promo things they do when they, yeah. like, when, when, you know, if you're on social media and see, like, the little, like, behind-the-scenes kind of, like, promo right. stuff, it lo- feels that way. It's it's really engaging, I, just, I think. I, I remember the first time I saw it in a game, I was like, whoa, what what just happened? Why, why does it look like that? I thought they were digitally doing it. I thought it, they were it just... It looks like that almost, it, yeah. Because it's so different. Like, the, the cameras you see, unless they're really zoomed in tight from one of the TV cameras, you don't get a whole lot of bokeh because, again, their aperture is just wide open, you know, and they're catching everything. And I get it. Only only nerdy people probably are ever going to pick up on this kind of stuff and be like... But I saw, like, Twitter was even lit oh, up yeah. a little bit of people just going, like, why, why does that look so cool? I don't even... They don't know what it is. They just know it looks neat. Um, and, and so it's it's just interesting to, to see just the evolution of, you know, not not necessarily broadcast, but, you know, just media, video media and what you can do live and what we can do. Like we're in what would amount to a big closet right now. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, it, yeah. it, it, this would be a big walk in closet in a, in a nice home. It's yeah. about the size of this room. And, you know, we're pulling off a multi-camera live switching audio yeah. f- thing right now with stuff that we've put together and figured out. And learned. It's, and it's, it, it, we assume we are. We can't see anything that Joe's yeah. doing, so <laughs> he might be playing doing. Pac-Man over there, honestly. It looks good. It looks good. So like, There's this cool little switcher. And <laughs> yeah, like, it's just it's, neat. It is it's, really, it's neat. really like, neat. Yeah. And, uh, you know, a year from now, we'll look back and be like, Remember when we were doing it that way? And yeah. was this thing? Amateurs. It's, <laughs> it's going to take some getting used to, like, already. I'm kind of playing around with it right now. But, you know, it's it's going to take some getting used to, like, anticipating changes, I think. Like, when oh, you're yeah. live switching, that's something that, yeah. you know, broadcast studios get really good at. Right. Um, yeah, because you have to know be, where you're headed. So, yeah, it's we may have to start I find myself loosely like, scripting things. No, <laughs> yeah, that's not yeah, going to happen. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's whatever. We started scripting YouTube videos. It's enough. Yeah, yeah. That's that's enough structure for us, please. So, uh, so yeah, that's that. We're working on this. I hope that uh, this is going to be something cool that we'll be able to roll out soon. I know I keep saying that, but uh, stay tuned. This this is we're getting really close. So yeah, this is very much yeah closer to an end product than it was just a couple weeks ago. Yeah, so. and it and it's looking really good. It sounds really good. We figured out some of the audio stuff yesterday. Um, there's a delay 
for some reason. So we had to adjust for that. And, yep. you know, little, little, little detail things that you don't think about whenever you're just like, oh, yeah, let's just plug it all up right. and it'll work. But it's getting there. So, yeah, yep. Um, yep, yep, stay yep. tuned. So uh, let's talk about uh, wh- one other quick thing. that's kind of a housekeeping thing. And we'll lead into some other stuff I want to talk about. Um, we have a new giveaway. People love giveaways. We got a I new know. one. We're, we're trying to do more giveaways in 2021. That's like one of my things I want to do is a giveaway a month minimum is the goal. We've got a good start. So we have a, we have a very good start. And uh, this one is cool because it's part of a video. It's part of a sponsorship that we did uh, with Western Digital, which I love. Like anytime that we can do a uh, sponsored video, but a, a giveaway is tied to it, that just sure. that makes it, I don't know. I, I just, I like that. I like doing that. I want to do that as much as possible. It's like, hey, this is sponsored. Like, yeah, like we were compensated for doing this, but hey, there's something in it for you too. Sure, sure. You know, you're going to get, you're going to get something out of this as well. And so... So yeah, we're giving away uh, some some hard drives. There's three of them. There's a five terabyte, a two terabyte, and a two terabyte. So uh, these are the. I don't want to say these are older. They're not necessarily older. It's a current product. It's just not their top of the line product. Let's yeah, just say. Yeah, it's not their latest latest. Not their latest thing. gen type yeah, thing. So not, it, a, not a Thunderbolt. Yeah, it is using USB A. You know, and they sent us this thing that it's. Uh, I forget the type of connector. It's, uh, three, USB 3.2. 3, 3. 3.2 so super it's, something. It's about as fast as you're going to get over that kind of connection without getting Thunderbolt in the mix. So you're right, not right. getting that. What's Thunderbolt do? Like five? Ridiculous stuff. Gig I believe per it's second. 10 and then now. it goes 10. And yeah. then I think Thunderbolt, one of them goes up to like 30. It's not that. Yeah. Um, we've got uh, a couple of those Thunderbolt drives. And. You know, it's it's not as fast, but again, when I didn't compare it, I didn't notice it until I yeah. put them side by side. Um, and so, again, for a free drive, just to expand some storage, throw some stuff on, keep it. Yeah, uh, and your average Chromebook user is used to using. I mean, you're walking around with a flash drive or a micro SD card or something. Like, you're yeah. not gonna you're not gonna notice. Yeah, yeah, this is a little thing that'll fit in the pocket in your backpack or your you know bag or whatever, and just some expandable storage. Yeah. Uh, again, you get it for free. <laughs> yeah and it's worst free case, so. yeah. worst case you didn't pay anything for it anyway right? yeah exactly uh so so yeah that we'll link that it's part of our uh, works with chromebook video that we did as part of the par- partnership or sponsorship with western digital uh, so uh so yeah we'll make sure to link that go get entered to win more giveaways coming 2021 one giveaway a month. That's the goal. At least. Okay. So let's let's do it. Uh, but let's talk about that 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 video and, and what works with Chromebook is because I think more and more people are probably going to start seeing that that logo and that branding out and about. Uh, whether you're at a Best Buy or Walmart or whatever, you're going to start seeing things that have that little works with Chromebook mm-hmm. sticker. In in obviously it's a, a little bit self-explanatory. Like right. oh, it works with Chromebook. Cool. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. it's a it's a whole thing. Like it's a it's a whole kind of certification that Google is doing to, to help people. Like, when did it, like, it, it was like a year ago, Oh, it's it? been over a year ago when they first started talking about it, and then we got a hold showed of, up like, at Best Buy. Yeah, we came across that Anchor mm-hmm. PD thing, the little charger, and it, they'd slap that sticker on there. Yep. And, um, yeah, and so, I mean, it's been, it's been a long kind of work in progress, and so now you're starting to see stuff ship with it's not a sticker affixed to it it's actually part of their packaging now and so yeah, i think the first one the logitech was the first one to have actually branded packaging yeah it? or the one ma- of the, first the mouse ones. and the keyboard mm-hmm. yeah so and so i mean it's it anything that has that sticker on it like a, apart from um you know making sure that your ports line up you know we, we point that out in the video like yes if this is a usb type a device that works with chromebook and you don't have any usb type 
type A ports, you're going to need it's something to convert. Work. It will work. Yeah. Right. You're going to have to convert a, it. Yeah. Right. There's going to be a conversion that's necessary. So apart from that though, like there are no caveats here. There's no like, Oh, well, as long as it's this you know processor or that processor, like this stuff just works. And, and that's not that shocking. I mean, over the, the years that we've been doing this, a, a lot of times people are, you know, what well, can this, is there one of these that works? It's like, probably most of them work. Yeah. You know, whatever thing you're talking about, just plug, plug it, it in, in and see what happens. It's, there's a good chance it's going to just yeah, work. And, that, and that's why this initiative should take off and snowball pretty quickly because a lot of these manufacturers aren't having to retrofit these things to work with Chrome OS. All they have to do is take the time and research to plug it into a Chromebook. Does it work and do everything that the manufacturer intended it to do? Yes. Great. Put a sticker on it. I mean, it's not. And it seems Google has, has at least created for these manufacturers a, a few tests mm-hmm. to say, hey, look, here's it's got to pass this stuff to be you know certified. And once it's certified, then you just kind of know like this is a this is a thing that works with Chromebooks. And again, that doesn't mean that those are the only things that work with Chromebooks. And it also doesn't mean that that they only work with Chromebooks. These are not accessories that were made to only function with a Chromebook. Right. I mean, an Apple Magic Trackpad, which I was using one the other day, works with a Chromebook. Apple's not going to put a works with Chromebook sticker on this <laughs> stuff. Should. That Does would be a stretch. I mean, we have in the past recommended people that want... You can't find trackpads. You can't really find Nobody trackpads really makes in them. general, but to find one that works with a Chromebook, if you want our recommendation, Dude. if you can find the... What's the Logitech, Logitech one? T650. For less than $200, yeah. buy it. If yeah. not, buy an Apple Magic trackpad because it works. Well, and we've done videos about this too. Absolutely. Like we, yeah. We've shown people like, look, it works. Here's the gestures working. Here's this. Right. Here's it getting paired up. And, and the reason it does so is not because Chrome OS is like some sort of magic. <laughs> it's, it's because... Someone along the chain, you know, decided, hey, we think we want to pull some drivers in and make this thing work in Chromebooks. And so Chromebooks aren't different than Windows. It's not like they don't have any drivers and things just magically work because of USB. It's because those drivers and the the functionality is brought in. Like, I remember there were certain Chromebooks with the T650 from Logitech that I used every day. It was like Mm -hmm. part of my desktop setup. And I I would review a new Chromebook, the HP Chromebook uh, 13 G1. I remember getting it in, being so excited and messing around with it and plugging my dock in and the trackpad worked. It moved the mouse around, but it didn't actually like do any of the gestures. Like it couldn't recognize anything. And I was like, what the heck? You know, this is just works with Chromebooks, but not necessarily because it needs the drivers to actually, you know, take it from just taking the input to actually converting that into what Chrome OS needs. And so, you know, there were, there were, reports about it and stuff and you know there were bug reports and all this kind of stuff and they were like eh, we're not sure if we're going to keep carrying these drivers and they decided to and I'm, I'm assuming those drivers keep getting carried forward but at some point they can drop those off right a thing that is made works with chromebook that's that's something you shouldn't have to worry about we shouldn't have to worry about like oh those drivers are going to get deprecated and, and dropped you know that's yeah because for the certified. most part i'm sure they're using just industry standards for right. for the interactions between the device and the peripheral so and that's i mean it brings up a whole different conversation that uh may not even be worth having, but uh, with like Bridge, for instance, they made a really nice trackpad. Originally, they were trying to make that thing have haptics just like Apple's. And, you know, they were trying to work, they were trying to do something that no one else had done yet, uh, which would eventually, had it worked out and had they made it and, and got it working, that could have been a device that is technically certified, works with Chromebook, and would do what, what Gabe was just saying. It would it would carry uh, all of the, the industry standard stuff for Chromebooks, and you don't have to worry about, oh, did the drivers get carried along? Because there wouldn't necessarily be drivers that way. Because they, they wanted to create over Bluetooth a way for it to pass 
controls directly to Chrome OS, just like a hardwired trackpad that's on your Chromebook. And they were like on the precipice of doing that. I don't know what went sideways. Something went sideways with Google, you know, and they're they're. I don't think they're very happy with either one of each other at this point. Uh, but regardless, that was their intent is to make it to where like, Hey, once this works, once we have our Bluetooth stack figured out, like this is no different than it passing the exact same commands as if you plugged in a trackpad, not that there are those out there, but you know, the trackpad that's right on your Chromebook, um, for a, a trackpad, I think to come out at some point and be a works with Chromebook trackpad, I think it's going to require something like that. Someone's going to have to figure that out. Right. Um, but I believe like somebody like Logitech could, and I don't know like the ins and outs on this stuff either. Like if Logitech came out with a new T six fifty one or whatever, I don't know, uh, or seven fifty or something. And it's a new, you know, works with Chromebook glass trackpad. And it's basically a regurgitated T six fifty with some Bluetooth stuff. Uh, I don't know how they would, um, carry that through. I don't know if part of the certification process is them saying, yeah, we'll, We'll make sure it works with the Chromebook, and we'll agree to update it X amount right. of times over X amount of years. Or I, I don't know, uh, because the minute you know Logitech goes, "Hey, we didn't sell enough of those. We don't want to keep that driver set up," and now it doesn't work with Chrome OS ninety four. You know, like at what point you know is it? Because some of the stuff SSDs and stuff, you don't have to worry about those things. But when you start talking about intricate things like trackpads and stuff like that, it it'll get interesting to see how right. these things get integrated. And that's the, that's the double edged sword that is open source software because you have people who, if they're willing, can make their stuff work with Chrome OS, but to gain that long-term support, it requires commitment from the manufacturers to say, hey, this works with Chrome OS, and we're going to commit to doing that. And Google's not going to allow them to brand it works with Chrome OS if they're not willing to do that. So, Yeah, and I would I would assume it's a certain number of years. I mean, heck, their own Chromebooks aren't forcibly uh, updated past, what, seven, eight years at this point. So uh, that's a whole whole nother conversation <laughs> yeah we've had multiple times but you know it's it, it's interesting to think of how that, that this will play out over time yeah but i mean the 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 interesting thing here is from a from a general consumer standpoint you know you can most likely if you see a thing that has a works with the chromebook sticker on it you can grab that and it's going to work with your chromebook and you and you have to think about like the average person out there who uh, especially during all of this pandemic, has picked up a Chromebook for the very first time. Mm-hmm. And they don't know anything about it. They don't know if it's a, a Windows, Mac, whatever. It's just this thing that they bought. They need to know that if they walk into a Best Buy and need a dongle or whatever, or a hard drive, or an SD card, <laughs> you know, that right. there's one that works with this thing they bought. Mm, you know, right. and, and that's I know really that sounds simple. I know it sounds simple, but like that is... But it really is, because you think what the Chromebook growth was like four times because of the pandemic and then people need webcams and things like that you go to the store and you buy a webcam you want to know that it's going to work when you plug it right. in because that's what people have come to expect with pcs and chrome OS should be no different well and the other thing too like to remember is that that general people get kind of locked into a way of thinking about stuff and so for a long time you know, you needed some assurance that this, if I buy this thing, is it even going to work on the particular device I'm using? Right. And I, I need to see a, a logo on there that says it will. Like, and that's why people, when they get into the Apple Apple ecosystem, enjoy that because they're just like, as long as I buy the Apple thing, it's, it's fine. It's going to work. It's fine. I don't have to think <laughs> any farther than that. And, you know, people listening to this podcast right now usually aren't those people. Like, uh, tech, you know, type people are, are able to think and do some research and, 
the people that aren't into tech just aren't into tech. They they they, they use it as a, a a tool to get something done, something else done. They don't care what the tool is, and so. You know, we have to remind ourselves of that constantly that the general consumers, the general public, the people that walk into Best Buy and Walmart and stuff, the vast majority of them care very little about all the things we talk about here. The vast oh, yeah. majority of them care very much about getting whatever thing it is they need to get done, done. Will this do what I want it to yeah. do? And how do I buy so, things that work with it? Right. Yeah. So we could sit here and oh, well, most things work with Chromebooks and all this kind of stuff. Hey, a lot of people aren't ever going to hear us talk about it or see it on the website or see anything in YouTube. So what's the better angle for this? Yeah. Just have a clear marking on it that just says it works with Chromebook. And it, even though techie people will look at it and be like, of course it works with Chromebook. <laughs> like, you know, because when I first saw it, I was just kind of like, what? Yeah, it's a it's an SD card. Like, yeah. what, what do you mean it works? with? But it, it is helpful. It's going to be helpful to end consumers and end users and you know, ultimately, since Chromebook growth's going up, it's only going to make sense for other manufacturers of other accessories to go, oh, crap, people are buying that one instead of mine just because it's got that stupid sticker yeah, on it. Even you though know, mine's... Like, exi- get the sticker yeah, on Yeah, made in the exact same factory. <laughs> right, it's the same yeah. thing. Theirs is selling and ours isn't. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So, and, interesting. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it's just about, you know, consumers being able to make an easy purchase decision, I think. And, right. And for, for manufacturers, the easier they can make it, the better, right? Because yep. then they're, they're selling more stuff. So, um, I love the... Uh, I, I really like the... Uh, the SD card that they sent us, the SanDisk one, actually had a Chromebook on it. Yeah. Which was like, whoa. Like they, <laughs> all went, right. they went all in. And, <laughs> yeah. and that's the thing. Like, talk about a commodity. I mean, a, yeah. an SD card. It's an yeah. SD card. Like, yeah. you don't even look at it and think, is this going to work with my Android phone? If, if your Android phone still takes an SD card. You know, is it going to work with a Mac? Is it going to work? Like, most, you think most people wouldn't even consider this. Yeah. But clearly there's some consideration going on. Uh, in the in the buying public, yeah, that they saw fit to not just put a sticker, but put a whole Chromebook on it. Yeah, like it, it's full. What is branded. it? I think is it is it an Acer that's on there? Does it say? I don't know if it no, says. I think it's just the corner of it. Ge- just says Chromebook on ge- it. Generic. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, a Chromebook. Like, we just need a generic thing to throw out here. Uh, yeah. So it's I don't know. It's a cool program. It yeah for for us and everyone listening, you might see it and be like, what the heck is this? Like. Why, why do we have to put a sticker on something? Yeah. But for the average person, I think it could be could be really helpful. So um, let's take a quick break for an ad, and we'll come back and talk about a really, really cool pen that we, USI yeah. pen that we found this week. All right, we'll be right back. This podcast is brought to you by NordVPN. We recommend the service, and we use NordVPN because they keep your browsing secure and private on any device. Whether you're using a Chromebook, an Android device, a Mac, an iPhone, or a Windows device, NordVPN is going to protect your browsing. They also have 24-7 customer support in case you ever have any issues, and they offer a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you want to learn more and maybe give it a try, head over to chromeunbox.com forward slash Nord, N-O-R-D. Today's episode of the Chromecast is brought to you by Visor for Chromebooks. You'll want to listen to this if you use PowerSchool's student information system and have Chromebooks. Visor for Chromebooks is a Chromebook management solution and it seamlessly integrates with the Google Admin Console and PowerSchool. With Visor for Chromebooks, you can easily see which student has which Chromebook, manage repairs, and automate processes for lost or stolen devices such as notifying parents and remotely disabling the device. So ditch those clunky spreadsheets and do a Google search right now for Visor for Chromebooks. That's V-I-Z-O-R for Chromebooks. 
Alrighty, welcome back, everyone. As promised, let's dive into this this USI pin that that was sent to Robbie several several months ago. No, that is not true. End of <laughs> several Janu- weeks ago. End of January. So not even a month ago. It but was. It was. I hate that I overlooked it. It was. Uh, it was sent. It was sent to him and. Like it, it was just one of those things that yeah, there was there was probably other things going on. We were thinking about something else, and, and in frankly, the midst of that, you had an a email. lot of emails. Yeah, we get a lot. Oh, okay, of man, I got real confused there. For, I was like, you have this pin. No. The email was sent like, to you, and okay. you haven't shown it I to me yet. I was getting ready to be so mad because this is this is like some some Star Trek stuff. This is tech, it's, and I yeah. love it. So it's, it's, it's very cool, pretty dope. So I think the the fun premise here too is the fact that like go to CES for instance and you walk around on the floor of CES and you see a bunch of tech that will never get made let's be honest like it'll never get produced and Robbie played ping pong against a, a robot. robot like and it beat me yeah, beat me cool. down uh, but you know train yeah. like it's just so much stuff little stuff big stuff all kinds of stuff that you're just like what a crazy idea no one's ever going to pay for that but that's just cool to see um, and to me that's that's some of that stuff is tech that I, I'm still just as a person that likes this kind of stuff it, that I'm so into. Yeah. Um, and, and part of what we do here is kind of um, distilling uh, technical things to make it very digestible for most people. Yeah, like that's the general goal. consumers. The whole part, <laughs> the whole earlier part is that's what we're talking about. Like, yeah. It, yeah, it, there's there's people on all ends of the spectrum. There's people that will never care anything about tech and live off the grid. And there's people like us who are like super into it and want to learn everything about it. But the vast majority of people sit in that bell curve at the top that eh, loosely kind of like, oh, or, yeah, that's cool. Happened, I think yeah. I'll check it out maybe like next year. Someone, okay. someone like you that that's just maybe generally interested in tech, but not obsessed with tech yeah. in the way that we are. <laughs> and maybe not like, generally interested. Like, yeah. again, it's just this thing that's like, oh, yeah, because you that can not be interested happening. in tech and then see something like in your news feed or on the news and be like, oh, wow, that's really cool. That's interesting. And then you dismiss it because you don't really care about tech. It was just a cool thing. Yeah, it'll yeah. come. It'll, you'll come across it eventually if it becomes a thing. And if not, you just don't care. Yeah. Like, I think about it with... Uh, like my wife was watching the show uh, Emily in Paris on on Netflix, and you know, like that, it's not super duper into fashion, but it, they talk about fashion a lot, and it reminds me how like out of touch with high fashion I am. Oh, like, yeah. I, I have I don't even comprehend what why they do most of the things they do. Yeah, it doesn't take away from the fact that it is seemingly very important to the way that the entire fashion industry works. You know, but I, I see some of these fashion shows like where people walk down runways, and I'm like. What? What does it have to do with <laughs> what I'm wearing? Like yeah. it makes it doesn't even compute to me. Yeah, I feel like if if we don't if we don't remind ourselves often, you forget that that's how the majority of people are with with tech. And like you just think, well, I'm into this. Everybody's into this. No, they're not. They're not into this. Not the way that we are. Uh, and so because of all that, like we deal every day with what feels sometimes a little. I don't want to say mundane because I love Chromebooks and I love Chrome OS and I love getting geeked out about these little things that change and all that stuff. But as far as like cutting edge tech, like, yeah. oh my gosh, that's that's a technological marvel like that's happening. or something. Just doesn't really, I mean, laptops just are never going to be considered that kind of thing. Right. You added a fingerprint scanner to a Chromebook. Everybody yeah, it, yeah because even bezel. the latest the latest Windows devices or whatever, when they, when they come out with these new technologies on laptops, the technologies are not new. No, there, there, there's very, there are very few things that are groundbreaking on a laptop, like the the X1 foldy thing from uh, Lenovo. Yeah, 
yeah. That that feels genuine like tech. Yeah. And it's cutting edge and not ready for most people to ever use. That kind of stuff. But we just don't see that around our sphere very often. And this is one of those things. And so it's 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 a uh, a pen technology that uh UFRO, which they on their F U F R O, they they explain what that stands for. Um uh, but they they figured out a technology that allows they, they've partnered with Pantone and they've actually partnered with Lenovo as well, but they figured out a tech where you can touch the, the, the sensor to objects in the real world and somehow or another it picks up the Pantone color. So if you're not familiar, there's digital color spaces and then there's Pantone color. Pantone color would be like our color board you'll see in the back of our shots and right. in, in videos. It's like the the acclamation of the truest color <laughs> that we can come up with like if that that's true red yeah but we've i guess agreed that it's all because everybody sees red a little bit differently yeah, right. i barely it's, see it at all it's measurable though uh, which but before, yeah, red, for the record the way that light reflects yeah. off of it kind for of the record i'm sure that there's probably gonna be someone listening to this that's been in the automobile industry or things like that this technology is not new the way that they are applying it is right they right, have right. had pantone sensors for vehicles for years it's how they match paint when you right, take your car to the body right, body right. shop what they're doing with it is so cool. Yeah, I mean it's it's kind of bonkers because like again, it's if you, if you went to a body shop and they had the Pantone sensor and stuff like that, like you expect that in that space. But to give a kid a pen, like <laughs> this company's even got the pen. Wanna, what is it? What is it called? You want to you want to do the, your is it is it picture pages? Yes, picture yeah. pages. Yeah. Uh, if yeah. you if Color, you're older like book. us, um, there there was a there was a uh, picture page and it. Uh, I remember Bill Cosby had this little pen and when he drew it. As he drew, <laughs> but it looks exactly like yes. that, and it has the sensor on it, and basically you just touch it on stuff, and and the one that they have now hooks up through Bluetooth with an iOS app, and you you touch it to the thing that you want. So if I want the the exact black that's on this Pixelbook Go in front of me, touch it to there, start drawing in the application, and immediately, boom, it starts. It picks up the Pantone color space, converts it to a digital color space, and tries to replicate it best as it can on the screen. Again. Remember, screens vary in their sRGB gamuts and all that. Kind of, it, it may not look exactly the same, but yeah. it's pretty darn close. It's, it's 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 really hard to actually like convert. And we dealt with it's this. Almost when we, it's almost actually. impossible. It's almost impossible. When we dealt with uh, uh, clients in in our in our last jobs that we had with with creating logos for people and stuff and, yes. and branding and, and they're like, well, I printed this out of my printer and it looks different than on the screen, but I approved this thing that's on the screen. It's like, yep. right. well, those <laughs> <What>? are different. <laughs> what screen are you looking at? And what yeah. printer did you use? Yeah. Like the picture that is behind Joe right now. Yeah. I don't know if it's in the shot. It, I think is, it is right now. Yeah. Like it's like fuchsia. Yeah. That, I think I'm pretty that sure. That wasn't right? I don't, uh, you and I are no, the wrong two. Like no, more yeah. like a coral. This is like, it's this it's is pushing like coral. yeah it's pushing to the coral spectrum uh, it it to me it looks like uh, you left a red shirt out on the sidewalk for sun about washed. a month <laughs> sun like sun or it's been sitting here and gotten just destroyed by yes. the sun that is not the true the actual item that was photographed in that picture is red like YouTube red. Google you can, red yeah. yeah you can find yeah. it on that's in one of our articles right now on yeah. the homepage I think there's a. a when JoJo did her article, she used reused that red piece yeah. is yeah. actually the, in our like our last red. YouTube video is yeah. that yeah. thumbnail that yeah, same red. That red it's the same piece of paper that that was taken and yet on. they printed this and it's yeah. very very different yes. and so we complained yeah they gave us another one and it's like uh, 
It's a darker version of uh, Texas Longhorns Orange. <laughs> Which, in, in in their defense, this is, and I don't want to call it, they're not fly by night, but the, it's a giant canvas company and they make budget canvases. Yes. And, and jo, Joe's more into tattoos than I am, but we both do the tattoo thing. And red is the most expensive pigment you can buy. So right. if you get a discount canvas and you're expecting the red to be a true Perfect. red. No. Yeah, they no did way. a better job on the second one but it was not red yeah. so yeah our first two we got were black, black they were and whites not, they were they were yeah. not and good so we were like oh, we could have got black perfect. and white this that would have like that, cool. that the, the pixel book one that's yeah, hanging it's in great. there it, those look good but then we got great. this one i was like this is not good <laughs> uh-oh <laughs> <laughs> but so all that to say colors are weird yeah and colors going from the real colors, world to digital yeah. is just it's just wonky yeah. but what they're doing here, like I imagine, you've got my that, kids. You've got that YouTube yeah, I got this pulled let's, up. Let's, let's throw it up. Over I here. imagine my kids messing with this. So there, there's an original video here uh, where you know it's this is the, that huge pen you're seeing uh, right now. The that color that pillar. Thing, that thing looks like a big sharpie. Oh, it's huge! But the the end of it actually comes off. I'm not. Yeah. Gonna, it's a longer video. Yeah. Um, the and end this of it is this off. is in your article. So for people that want to go, we'll link it. And everything, yeah, yeah. But. Um, and so that's what they have out right now. And again, it's an iOS only. It uses Bluetooth to be able to connect and, and talk and all that stuff. So fast forward to now, they're adding, uh, they, they this is using a wall top, uh, which we've talked about them before, a wall top stylus that has the sensor on the back of it that is communicating to the computer, no Bluetooth, uh, with just the USI protocol. Right. So now it's not just in a pen, which is pretty awesome, going from a body shop kind of, piece of equipment to a little pin that you have in your pocket. Now it's going to a USI pin, which is a universal pin. It's open source type stuff. It's, it's a, a standard across the board, you know, that anyone can use and they're partnering with these people that make USI styluses and putting it in there and then removing even the necessary Bluetooth elements. And it's saying, Hey, over what this pin does when it talks to the screen, when you just touch it on there, cause the USI pins just do that. I can, I haven't, I don't think I've used a USI pen on this yet. I maybe tested it we, real quick. It's yeah, got a USI have. pen in here, yeah. but I could Good go charging. grab any of the ones that we, we have, have around, around yeah. as long as it's on, touch it to the screen, and within milliseconds, it understands like, oh, this pen's here, the screen's here, let's work together. And over those protocols that they've already created, it can now do this crazy yeah. color grabbing stuff. So let's, let's just this. Let's just this take is, a, This is insane. Like, <laughs> was this Monday morning or Tuesday morning? I don't remember. I think it was Monday I, morning. I came, I came in and Robbie was like, dude, you have to see this. Uh, maybe it's not let me go full screen for some reason. It's okay. But yeah, so he touches the back. Wow. Boom. Look at that. There's your color. He and he's, and he, he just has like a, a wood block, a block type and thing. It's Legos. Yeah, yeah, oh, is it Legos? Legos. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. He's just grabbing the colors from Legos. Yeah, and this is an infinite page which is a very popular app for Chromebooks and he's like, oh whoops so, let me make sure it touches and you can see it's boom. perfectly matching it back again so he's so not taking the color yeah. that he had on screen he's pantoning it again this is insane yeah and this is like this is this is some some like different tech that is exciting and, so and that's like that's probably why you were so excited just because it's like whoa this is something different here's the same thing and this one they're pointing out that hey we're we're not using Bluetooth here this is just USI protocols and a pin. Yeah, so <laughs> he's pulling it from his stapler, a stapler, and then grabbing just uses as just, a fill tool. To start coloring. Yeah, crazy. This and and like, there's so many applications for this. I can see so many applications oh, yeah. for this. Obviously, like kids and coloring and that sort of thing. That's cool. But 
for a graphic designer who wants um, I want to grab that thing off that brochure or whatever and yeah. grab that color. Yeah, I need. I'm I'm sitting here working on this thing and here's here's a color that I need. Let me let me just grab that real quick and start right. using it and in my is, digital y- illustration. Yeah, right. and like even for kids, uh, this is what my daughter's at this place right now where she's wanting to become really good at drawing. So she started off with the apps that kind of teach you to draw with tracing and stuff. But now she, like we have this big collage wall in our living room that has different pieces of art and stuff like that and she just sits and looks at things and tries to draw them as best she could but now she can literally match the color yeah. and, and and that that's just it's mind-blowing to me it's so cool and the applications are like you said with graphic design creators artists all those things can I get like your skin tone I know. <laughs> potato <laughs> <laughs> I just go. <laughs> just just Google red potato and use that instead. Uh, yeah, we're kidding. We're kidding. Inside we did. We, we did one video. We did one video in Vegas. Bad and of lighting. course, like anytime you try to film in a hotel room, it's never going to look great. We didn't have any lighting. We didn't have any lighting. We, lose, we were using the room's lighting. And I, at that time, I didn't. I didn't have this the the understanding that I have now of colors that color card probably would have went a long way oh yeah yeah oh yeah it would have but you know it, it would have made is. things much easier but we put out this video and both of you guys like mm-hmm. it was uh was that with that was, was with nick. nick yeah it was, it was with, with nick. nick yeah 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 uh yeah both of you guys skin tones were way off and robbie in particular was very red very red <laughs> straight out of the tandem bed. Yeah. Somebody, yeah. somebody asked why i look like a red potato so that's just stuck around <laughs> Uh, so uh, yeah, Robbie's it's red fun, potato. Yeah. It's fun to make fun of yourself, but yeah, I mean, anything else to say on that? I think I think just in general, it's it's just a dope technology, and I can't wait to see this. Roll yeah, because thinking <laughs> yeah, about what what's it, what it. it entails, because the USI tech by itself is really cool, but for it to communicate, uh, you're taking that Pantone technology and then to communicate to the Chromebook and then communicate to the app that's running, because I, I'm assuming this will probably only work with certain applications out of the gate, but the yeah, developer, I don't, I don't, know, how I, I don't know how that works, but the pins literally telling the Chromebook to select a specific color in the app that's running. That there's a lot of stuff going it's on. Like, yeah, there. it's a lot of yeah. stuff, and, and like it, some it's of exciting it, to think, just like you said, from USI. Just it's yeah, just, cool just from a, yeah, that USI is doing this because there was a fear I had with USI that it would just be generic stylus touch. Right. Right pressure, and boom. That's it. It's doing universal, that. and it's all of a sudden yeah. we're already starting to see some layers built in. It's like, but dang, this is like this is some incredible. Of the, some of this uh, is because of the underlying tech, and I can't remember exactly how. Like when we had Peter Mueller on the, on the podcast, like that dude is on a different level when it comes to oh, yeah. <laughs> understanding oh, yeah. stylus and, and what how they work and the screens, and so like some of it, I just whew, it was over my head. But the 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 pen itself has a small chip in it yeah so there's some some computational power yeah possible and so these pins actually that sensor i'm sure there's a little bit of silicon uh inside that allow it to at least if you look at uh, ufro's website like they show like the the sensor and what's in the pen has the ability to convert from pantone to and it shows multiple different things so it's like hey we're we're able to convert this color into multiple digital color spaces and then i guess the app can choose and so there's some there's some stuff going on in the pen once it gets touched to the screen that it's just basically saying signal this color yeah. kind of thing and, and it so, happens you know instantly yeah <laughs> yeah so they, which is which is the cool part to me yeah, like the question of like what apps will and won't support it and stuff yeah. that'll be interesting to see how that how that all shakes out but just ultimately it's it's awesome to see yeah. um this kind of tech happen um 
And and they could be testing this on iOS or they could be testing it sure. on Windows or anything else. And they're testing it on uh, Chromebooks. On Chromebooks. Because mm-hmm. no. Chromebooks are the best. Yeah. yeah. So, awesome. So uh, let's switch gears here and let's talk about something totally different here. Uh, and I, I put this last probably... Uh, by mistake, I shouldn't have done that because uh, it's it's one of it's one of Robbie's bugaboos. Let's just say, uh, you, certain people just have certain things you know that they kind of latch onto. Uh, we always say like Dieter, and Dieter will even say his thing has been RCS for a oh, long yeah. time, and yeah. understanding like the way texting works and RCS and understanding it, but also railing against the failings of it and why like it could be great and it's just not great. Here are the reasons why and it's frustrating because it's so close to being awesome. Right. That that kind of stuff. Yeah. And so, and so it's, 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 it's that for Robbie, that thing for Robbie is, uh, is YouTube music. Well, just music players in general, I think, (laughs) and then casting also, but like, yeah, it's it's, this double whammy thing for you. Yeah. it, It, it's the forced move that we had to all take the, those of us that are subscribed to YouTube music. Like we didn't, we didn't ask for play music to stop being a thing. Nope. Like, Never crossed my nobody mind that I like, didn't want to use, get play rid music. of this and give us a substitute. Like everybody liked it. And what's crazy is now that we've kind of moved away from it and it's shut down and all that stuff. I realized how good it was. It was fantastic. Like I, I realized that fantastic. I didn't have really have any hangups. Like the UI wasn't the best and maybe it could have looked a little better. There's little things that I discover like all the time that I'm like, ah, dang, why doesn't like, it do why that? Is it that? Yeah. Why doesn't it do that? The one thing I discovered recently that I told you about is a related artist. Right. If you click into an artist on YouTube music and you're looking at that artist, a lot of the, the, the ways that I would discover music in the past with good old play music was scrolling down to the related artist. And you'd be like, oh, I've never heard of this person. Let's check them out. Boom. Right. You find a new artist. Right. Google there's, has algorithms there to is, do such things. There is nothing of the sort on YouTube right, music. Right. Which, which they've done that to a degree with the MyMix stuff, but it's there's no granular control there. I want to be able to say, hey, this specific person... I like them. Show me more stuff. Yeah. And you just don't have and it. And you can get through, like, you could stop your mix in any specific spot and click on the little, you know, artist and get to their stuff. And then they start a, maybe a, like start a radio or something. Yeah. But it's not like this clear laid out thing. Oh, you like this? Here's some other artists you might like. Like, that was they, the thing. They have Play not music has that up top. Like, new stuff this week of stuff that you might be interested. I found so much music there, and that that's just not a thing. And that's weird, because... It's a YouTube property. Like, why wouldn't it do this? It's That's all what YouTube about related stuff. And, right. Getting yeah. you to the next thing. And like, I don't know. And it's it's little shortcomings like that that are aggravating. But also, I was so aggravated with it at first. I was like, well, screw this. I'm just going to go you know, sign up for Spotify. And I did that. And I used it for a month. <laughs> and <laughs> He did it. I was done with that yeah. pretty quick. Because it's got its own set of dumb things that it do does and like the the casting would just stop randomly all the time and i didn't like the fact that it tries to force you into shuffle mode constantly even i'm paying for a subscription like stop why can't i just play the thing and so like default is shuffle it wants to shuffle everything and and playlist this and play like i like queuing up a couple albums and playing them and nope you know it's it so all of them come with their caveats they all do and so that's what kind of got me back to youtube music like Eh, you know, I'm paying for YouTube Premium, and I've I've gone uh, ad free on YouTube in the paid subscription model for long enough that I don't want to not have it anymore. So I'm I'm sticking with that. So if I'm doing that, I get YouTube Music with that. So I might as well use yeah. it. You know, um, so that's a terrible reason to use a service, but <laughs> it's there. Yeah, it's, you know, yeah. um, and so anyway, you know, the 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 web player's gotten better. Um, 
you know, and they, they just launched their PWA this week. And so they've got uh, a bit of a confusing thing going on. Uh, if you go to the Play Store uh, on a Chromebook, you know, like with Google News, Twitter, um, YouTube TV, I think, is that all of them? I think there, there might be one more I'm forgetting. Um, if you go to the Play Store and you go to install those apps, it installs, doesn't tell you anything, and it just automatically puts the PWA in there right. for you. Uh, and for good reason. Like, the Google News PWA is awesome. Like, the, I, I'd much rather use that than the, like, the Android app is always weird. It had all this white space on the sides and this little bitty column in the center, and it clearly was made for phones and not for a large screen. And the PWA is awesome. It's, it's laid out well. Um, if you go to news.google.com, that's what it looks like. It's just in its own little wrapper. Uh, and so that that's fine. And YouTube TV, the, the web app is great. Those services don't require Twitter as well. Those services don't require a downloaded thing. So you don't need to download anything from YouTube TV to watch it. Um, you don't need to download anything from Google News to read the news. It's all online. If you're not online, you don't have it. And so YouTube now comes with, if you search YouTube Music... Uh, in the Play Store, what you come up with is YouTube Music, the Android app, and then underneath that, you come up with... No, you actually don't. It doesn't show. I forgot about that. It doesn't even show up. So you have to search YouTube Music <laughs> for Chromebook, and then you'll see it. And so I didn't even think Again, about let's, that. Let's make it. let's make it super easy. Right. Typical Google here. I didn't even think about that. When I was just like, cool, they did the PWA thing, and it does. Like It goes through the Play Store. It installs via the Play Store. It installs yeah. the... the, the web app and it, it works just like it worked before it comes with some benefits you know like used to youtube music would sign me out when i would like switch channels in youtube it would just sign me off and i'm like why are you doing that like right just because i have it open over here and not over here it wants because it's a youtube property i guess as soon as i switched to the chrome unboxed account my music would stop and like and i'd have a pop-up you switched accounts and I'm like it doesn't do that anymore with the pwa which is nice um but it's still super weird, and I didn't even think about it, that a general Chromebook user opens a Chromebook, goes, hey, I need the YouTube Music app, types YouTube Music. Because of the downloaded uh, structure of YouTube Music, you want that offline music listening. Well, they haven't figured that out quite yet with the web. Uh, DRM and all that kind of stuff. They just haven't got their heads around how to make that work with a web app. So in order to keep you know people happy and ha- let them still have offline music, they still have the Android app up there. So that people can use that. But again, general consumers don't know that. They're not going to know to go and search blah, blah, blah for Chromebook because the other examples I mentioned earlier just do that thing automatically. But they can't do that thing automatically because they can't have offline access. And so it's like now you've created a more confusing solution to the issue here. What they really need to do is just fix the abilities and then just when Chromebook users search for YouTube music, they get the PWA, like just like these other services. Thankfully, Google reached out. Somebody from YouTube Music reached out and said, hey, you know, we saw that you guys were upset about this stuff. Uh, let me let you know, we are working on uh, Chromecast support and we are working on uh, downloadable stuff via the web app. So it's working, or they're working on it. It's coming. Uh, it's, it's just not there. And I'm not going to sit here and rant about a YouTube property not having cast protocol built in. It's ridiculous. It's just You're not? ridiculous. Um, but whoa, he's a change. He's a changed change man. man. He's a changed man. But this oh week they also they also nixed the 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 Chromecast ability from the YouTube TV web app, which is 
the only YouTube TV app that installs on a Chromebook. So as a Chromebook user, you have no way to cast a YouTube TV instance right now. They've said they're working on both of these things. My guess is, my hope is, as they were implementing cast support for however they were going to do it on YouTube Music, they decided, you know what, we're going to do that same thing for YouTube TV. So they're pulling it, and they're going to fix both of them at the same time. They've said it's in the works. It's going to be fixed. But then they also threw in that they've, they're working on uh, offline content for the web app too. Yeah. No idea how they're going to do that. And honestly, they crack that nut, and they allow other people to do that. Netflix, uh, yeah, you know HBO Max, Disney all Plus. of those are going to be able to utilize that. Yeah, for, sure. for that for Paramount. If, don't forget Paramount. Yeah, Paramount, <laughs> Paramount Plus, Paramount Plus, <laughs> coming soon. <laughs> apparently, uh, yeah. So it, how if much, they, how if much they money that, did they spend on the Super all Bowl? of it? All the money. They don't have any money left. <laughs> nope. They everyone, broke. it better everyone, work. Everyone else was like, ah, we're not going to spend any money on the Super Bowl. They were like, we're going to spend we'll all it, of yeah. our. They're money. like, this is our last pitch. If it doesn't work, you guys are all out of a job. And like, what? There's yeah. eight spots of it. Yeah, we'll, we'll take, take all them. eight. We'll take of all them. them. We got the money. I like this. Fun fact: that was the police department at the door. That's why I got up. Just so you know. Yikes. Yeah. So not, okay. I don't know. they they said they pinged a nine one one call somewhere in this area. They don't know who it was from. So Yikes. I, don't, huh. I don't think it was any of us. I hope it wasn't me. I don't think it was me. All right. Well uh yeah. <laughs> Anywho. Doesn't look like I called nine one. Paramount <laughs> Paramount spent all their money on Super yeah. Bowl. Yeah. Moving on. But yeah, so so you know, uh it looks like, you know, Google has acknowledged it publicly. They sent us even a statement to, yeah. to put in there and so um they're in the process of working on it. I don't want to talk about it anymore. I mean, it's ridiculous to me that a, a YouTube property, I could see some other properties maybe, but you know, the fact that if I go, I'm assuming if I went to Disney plus online, there's a cast button there, right? Oh, for sure. On the web player. Say. Like I, there's a cast button on almost everything anymore. And so to tell people like, Oh, you got to cast your tab. That, that's ridiculous. Like, yeah, that's, they're, they're, that's not uh, a thing. I mean, it, it's it's an okay workaround. That is not a solution right. to the issue. What is what is this? Uh, I've gotten this thing when I cast a tab uh, a couple times. It'll be like, do you want to use the optimized version of this? Have you seen this? Yes. And so that's that's a better workaround than the standard like that. But that's a thing that's been around since, what, two years ago, yeah. I think. Basically, it's saying uh, Chrome is being smart enough to realize, hey, there's a video playing. This has been optimized for casting. They just didn't integrate the cast API. So Chrome yeah. kind of does it for you. Right. Um, on a So like Amazon Movies or Amazon Video, uh, I think, does that. So they don't have a cast button. Uh, I mean, they have Fire TV and all that stuff. But they've made their videos castable, basically. They just haven't integrated the button API. And so when you when you cast from the tab, it'll say, hey, this has been optimized. Would you like to yada yada? And you'll see the screen on the, on the device go dark in, when it's casting up. And you can just tell there's a quality difference yeah. because... Casting works in a different way than just sharing your screen up to the to the to the television, and so casting is a much more reasonable way to go about pushing content to a big screen because it tells the device, the screen, or whatever smart thing is on the TV, you go and get go the get content. Go get stuff. Right. Sign in with my credentials. <laughs> go get the content, and you stream it. I'll just play pause, fast forward. Which is kind of brilliant, really. It's wonderful. <laughs> I mean, it really is. It's most uh, pe- a lot of people don't understand the difference. Cool. Yeah. You're like, oh, I'm going to cast this from my phone. I'm like, no, that kills resources on your phone. You can't do anything else because now I need notifications to pop up, pop up on the screen. Yeah. It's killing your battery, and it's obviously going to be a degraded thing because your phone's having to download the video, you know, deal with encoding and all that kind of stuff to show it on this screen, and then re-encode it to send it over the Wi-Fi up to the screen in real time because I don't want any lag. It needs to be happening real time, and there shouldn't be any stutters. Of course, there's going to be stutters. This is not a, a good way to go about getting content from this one 
to the big screen. And so right. casting is the proper way to go about doing this. I mean, and, and a lot of there's mirror cast and there's all that kind of stuff. I think airplay even does that now. Like I think I the think way so, airplay yeah. works generally now is, you know, go get the content yourself. You know, it's an Apple TV. You got a processor in there. Go, go fetch it. Like you don't need my phone to be doing all this work to bring this stuff up unless there's no other solution. And so that's so far when people are like, well, you can cast your tab for YouTube music. That's what you're telling me. You're telling me that yeah. that workaround, that's the best option we it. have here. That's all you need. That's all you need. And it's like, this is a YouTube property. It's a Google property that that's just not okay. And you should have figured this out before yeah. taking Google play music away. That by the way, had a cast button always yeah. on it because again, it's a YouTube yeah, or a Google property. So, I think it's even funny on the the YouTube TV app, uh, or I'm sorry, YouTube Music app on my phone. The cast button is kind of hidden. You have yes. to tap. You, you have to tap, tap the, the art, al- the, al- yeah. the album artwork, and then the little button shows up. Yeah, and it's, oh, why? I'm why like, is it how just, many? Why how many? Present all how the many time? people just never find that? <laughs> it's not clear. And like, why not just put it up in the top corners of it? Like, like Google Play Music had it right there, front and center. Yeah. YouTube has it right there, front Makes and center. Makes no sense to me. I, I, it just doesn't make any sense. So, to be honest with you, yeah, that was that was actually a short rant, Robbie. Good job. Yeah, I tried not to rant at all. That was a that was a fairly short rant. I just Good could, job. Couldn't stop myself. So yeah, I mean, anything else you want to say on that? I think I think uh, it's I'm just, it's I'm a just bit of a seeing for for a bit of a hodgepodge. To know. I just want to see. Okay. Uh, here. Well, click one division. Hold on. I can. Is there a new, is oh, this new work? episode today? Oh, yeah. Here we go. So I've got uh, your yeah. screen pulled up here on our video. Boom. Oh, you're seeing if you've got. Um... Oh, okay. You're I trying to see, see if there's a cast button. Check yeah. there. Oh, look, a cast button. Boom. Top right, right corner. There, top right where you would right. expect it to be. I'd rather. <laughs> I don't want us to get in trouble. I'm yeah. So <laughs> it's okay. He can cut that out. It's what we do. Yeah. I'll just I'll just cut it out. No, it's fine. It won't close. There it goes. It's gone. Now our Jimmy John's tracker is up there. There you nice. go. It's here. We, we I had heard it. Oh, it is here? Yeah. So we, had to, we had to do Jimmy John's today. So Doesn't even say it's here. Come on, Jimmy John's. Update your stuff, man. Come on, Jimmy John's. But, yeah. So, uh, YouTube, uh, thanks for reaching out. Whoever it was on your team yes. that reached out, we appreciate it. And thanks for clarifying but we still need you to just get it done and yeah, fix and, it. And we love you. <laughs> yeah. We do. We, it's just we, we love you. That's we the thing. Promise. We root for yeah, Google products. Absolutely. Which is why things like this are so frustrating because it's something that was never an issue on a previous product that we didn't ask you to get rid of. That yeah. was removed for not a good All reason. the good bits and pieces if, of Google Play Music should have already been implemented. Right. Before you killed before it. Before you ever even launched YouTube Music. Did yeah. they did they ever give any sort of explanation as to why Play Music went away? Nah. Just wanted to no. transition it to a YouTube thing? That yeah, seems like I, the general... Yeah, I think they wanted to just... Free, they wanted, free up right. Google Play Music servers for yeah, I think I think, just think the idea was, hey, meet... <laughs> that's <laughs> oh, what it was. <laughs> <laughs> media in general, it looks like it's shifting to a YouTube type thing. So yeah. if it's a streaming media thing from it's, Google, it's, it's going to fall under the it's yeah. YouTube TV, it's YouTube, and it's YouTube Music. And and I get that, it. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. And and because the whole play thing never made sense anyway. Like playbooks, no. like because Google Play Movies is going away. Yeah. I'm I'm ready. For, why don't they just transition to Google Books? Like yeah, Play Books is weird. Like, I still Google Play is probably honestly Michael. Michael will hear this and be like, yes, yes. <laughs> this, this is Michael's thing that, that Google Play will eventually just go away. Um, that, that we'll just have Google whatever. Yeah. You know, Google TV, Google Books, 
Google, whatever, um, the Google store will then implement like in his, in his mind, it, it becomes, uh, the Google store right now is a place to buy hardware, but the Google store could be a place where there's hardware and yeah. apps. Like it's not the play store anymore. It's just the Google store. Right. Uh, because those apps now work on Chromebooks. Yeah. Integrated, Android. integrated Android apps, PWAs. I could see that. I could see that. And whatever. it's Google, all this stuff. And then there's, you know, their streaming stuff is under YouTube. And the, some of the name, some of the naming on Android has been fun too, because they put Google in, some, in front of some things, and then other ones they didn't. It seems like they've gotten to like Google Pay now is Google Pay, right? Yeah. But it was Android Pay. It was Android. It was, it was like G Pay for a while. Like, where are my? I just want was, my apps. It was just Google like, Google Pay Send. <laughs> Let's make eight different apps oh, <laughs> that all do basically the same thing. Yeah. Classic. They need to come Big out with company, a new man. with a new uh, platform called Google Plus. That would be fascinating, Gabe. If it was like a... What's it going to be, though? It can't be what it was. Yeah, it, just, it can't... <laughs> it's I know, a, no, see, well, I know where a, Joe was getting ready to go. <laughs> Joe was getting ready to go to snarky sarcasm. Oh, I guarantee it. Like, what it if, should be like... What if? What if, instead what if it was a groups, new type of... Circles. Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Something like that. Jeez. Jeez. I miss Google geez. Plus, too. Mm. Yeah, Google Plus was cool. Yeah. Was it's like, still around, sort yeah, of. It's yeah, it's sure, sure it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man so yeah uh, alright well uh, ending on a bit of a downer here sorry folks <laughs> here let's finish well, on a, a high note it's not a downer you, no. it, 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 it just is what it is getting better it is, it well, is. It there is you go there you go let's finish on a high note we haven't officially welcomed Joanna Romero no we haven't yeah there you go as a contributor to Chrome Unboxed yeah you've probably she's if you've, got two articles she'll have another another one going out today yeah if you've if you've been on the site you've probably seen her uh, seen her her posting we're really excited to have her as a contributing writer yeah. and hope that hope that this year we we you know we, we engage some more people like that and have some more people contributing you know people that are as passionate about this stuff as we are and, and Joanna definitely absolutely definitely yeah. fits that bill um, and so it's been really cool I mean I love the content she's putting out already and She's, uh, yeah, she, she's, uh, I think she's excited about it, which, which is what, I mean, that's what got us where we're at, you know, <laughs> being, right. being passionate about this thing and being excited about it. And so we don't, we don't want to, we don't want to have like freelance writers on our site that are just, uh, writing to make a quick buck. Like yeah. we want people that are as passionate about this stuff yeah. as invested into the, the same things that we, yeah, it's not just another beat, you know, it's right. not just like, Oh, I'm a tech writer. I write for four different publications and Oh, I got to switch gears over here. Right. I don't know. Maybe one day we'll do that sort of stuff. But for right now, um, you know, we're, we're still a, we're still a very small team and, and definitely, like I said, want to grow that team a little bit this year, but having people like, like Joanna on is really exciting to me. I think yeah, that's it's been the, really good. That's, that's kind of the next evolution for us, which is, which is just really exciting. Cause I mean, at the end of the day, from a, from a reader's perspective, you're, you're getting, oh darn it. I said perspective. You're getting a new perspective, <laughs> perspective, perspective, perspective. Um, yeah, I mean with, with a new contributor, you're getting a different you're getting a different opinion. You're getting right. a different perspective on things um, from someone who is passionate. Like you're not just getting a perspective from somebody who's regurgitating some stuff. Well, like, and it's she cool. has her own opinions about these things because she cares about them, right. which and, is cool. And she's involved with them from a professional standpoint too. Correct. She does yep. IT stuff and uh, what was the company? Uh, uh, Perry Ellis. Perry Ellis. Yeah. yeah. So she does. So he, she's the one handing out Chromebooks to workers that sometimes love them and sometimes hate them and, and she has dealing to. with the back back-end administrative she stuff. She has to explain some of that stuff. Yeah. And so she comes from a, yeah, she comes from kind of a, a support side of things, which I right. think will be a great perspective to have on the site. Yep. And we've, we've, we've talked with her about, you know, covering some, some of those 
kind of how-to things mm-hmm. and tutorial things and so yeah yeah there you go good good there we go we ended we ended strong yes. note. we ended strong all right folks thanks so much for tuning in this week we appreciate you all listening and uh, we're going to link everything like normal and we'll catch you guys next week see you Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. You can find show notes over at chromeunbox.com forward slash podcast. And if you want to stay up to date with everything that's happening in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, make sure to check out our website, chromeunboxed.com, and follow us on social media by searching for at Chrome Unboxed. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.